When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Nick Cabinet. And I'm Gerald Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're very excited. These two weeks of recording, it's just, it's so exciting. I know. It's the highlight of my fortnight. Well, without a doubt, mine too. I mean, I've been pretty busy, although last week, last week I was uh, on holiday. You know, this is my kind of holiday week. Uh, I've been in Donegal, loving my best life and all that, because everybody empties out of the north of Ireland during the 12th, you know, except the people who have business. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and that that business being they sell, um, you know, things you can burn. Yeah, yeah, like bonfires. (laughs) There's a lot of pallet burning. Yeah, you sell pallets up there, you make a killing around the 12th of July. Do you know what? There's There's like an art form to it, though. And I mean, they get bigger every year. I mean, it is astonishing. I know, yeah. They are impressive. They are impressive. It's the construction that I find uh, very exciting. And you know what? I'm glad we're doing this this morning, right? Because okay. Specifically? I've, had a, I've had a bad morning, Neve, and I've kept it to myself while we were having our sausage rolls and our muffin. And actually, I don't want to list that out because. No, no, no. <laughs> you had a sausage roll and a muffin. I want to be very clear. I had one natus. <laughs> I had a, like a, one a, tiny a little toe. custard tart. Little custard tart. Because one of the things that I'm wondering is why this shred. The, the, the shred that I'm on isn't working. <laughs> it's my fault, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, essentially, it's like Neve Camden comes down and we buy out a pastry shop and <laughs> and we have a lovely time. And to be quite frank, I'm sick of it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but what also happened this morning was uh, I had one of my friends staying with me, right? And I am annoyed at the people that built my apartment, right? Because one of the things that they've done is they put a switch that looks like a light switch beside the bathroom light switch. Okay. And what that switch does is turns on and off the hot water. <laughs> is this going to be an immersion story? Is this going to be an immersion it's story? It's going to be an immersion story and <laughs> look, <laughs> oh. <laughs> the story has to be told and it has to come out. If you want to fast forward, you're more than entitled to do that. No, no, no. Anybody who has lived in fear of leaving the immersion on is already very present for this moment. It is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't imagine. And I couldn't imagine how the day could have been worse. No, no. Like, I, I, mean, I had to have a cold shower, and <laughs> you could have gone the other way, though. So I, I occasionally, you know, we would have put on the immersion, and like the hot water tank was like bursting from the heat of the water, and nothing to use it on. That's that's oh, worse because the thermostat goes. No, because <laughs> no thermostat. <laughs> I'm talking old school here, like <laughs> old school. You turned it on, and then it just boiled the water. <laughs> oh, right, so, got... so making tea from the taps. Do you know? I'm just saying. But I, I swear to God, I was like an antichrist. And who, who put, who does that? I what know. builder goes? Oh, oh, does it look exactly like the light switches? Because that's the one that we want. <laughs> I was 
furious. Cold and jar. you know what annoyed me as well is I bought my favourite chair gel yesterday. I finally found it. Okay, would you? Because I couldn't been able to find it for ages. It's the one I bought. I found it in deals, right? No judgment. <laughs> um, it was the. It's the one that smells like strawberries and cream. I'd judge you more for the strawberries and cream. What the hell is what that? It's called. It's, uh, it's called. I think it begins with an L, but it's like one fifty for a gallon. Like, and it's, <laughs> but it smells so delicious. It's like washing yourself with a strawberry cheesecake. <laughs> And I remember once when I was a kid, when I first got it, I I remember I used to smell it in the shower. I was like, oh, it's delicious. And then I remember one time I licked my hand. I mean, I never did it again. I, was, <laughs> I swear, I thought it was poisoned. <laughs> no, you see, we're very different. Because I buy, you know, the, the unscented, un... Oh, Sanix. Sanix, I love it. Uh, you know, I don't get me wrong. So I used to like a lime one years ago and then I scalded bits of myself, you know, because, you know, they're yeah, kind of the sharp. Li- yeah, it does. Uh, but, you know, actually, <laughs> you know, I I just want to be clean. I've had the lime one before. I'd... And the menthol one. <laughs> yeah, I know that. You, you get a bit of that fizzy yeah, foreskin. <laughs> now that you mention it, the boys did say they didn't want that one anymore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Under no circumstances. <laughs> actually, I grew up, I grew up in fear of leaving the immersion switch on because your mother would kill you like if you left it on. I know, yeah. It was, it was the worst thing you could oh, do. And, and like you could effing blind at a priest and you wouldn't get into as much trouble. No, as if the immersion was <laughs> the worst. Especially today because you have to mortgage your home to, to heat the fucking I thing. know. And we used to have this, um, we had this shower. <laughs> we got an electric shower in the bathroom. And... Um, the, Is it one of those where you kind of yeah, have you to know, click you it on? Yeah, you know, you pull the string. Okay, yeah. And yeah. the assumption was that pulling the string was like the immersion like that was the immersion yeah. which it absolutely isn't no it isn't and, <laughs> it just means it's ready we would leave that out oh my god we would be more like you'd be practically you'd be hung out of the shower string if you left that on like well we solved it by getting the gas in right so in other words what happens is you know basically we turn on the tap and then the gas heats the power wherever it is so you know hot water tank anymore so those of you who have lived your whole life with gas understand don't understand this conversation but you know those of us who are old enough to remember <laughs> The dread of it. Oh my God, even now, I, I swear to God, the rash is up on my neck. I can, still, about I can still feel that dread of being in school and going, I forgot oh, to turn the immersion off. No. turn the immersion <laughs> And it was always, it was, the thing about the immersion was, uh, it was always the most satisfying snap of a switch. Oh yeah, because it was, you know, like it was just it was a, a proper, proper, it was a proper switch. You oh. knew, you knew stuff was happening when you pushed that button. Yeah, you really had to put extra effort in to push it. I know, yeah. It was like, <laughs> you had to push from your hip. <laughs> Yeah, so my week has been mostly about holidays, not worrying about immersions. And um, also uh, my, you know, I've been doing some work gigging and doing bits and pieces around it. But now I'm kind of just really glad to be here with you thinking about all the lovely revengeful stories that we've been <laughs> to say. I have to say how we d- knowing our listeners. Yeah. You suggested this topic. And what did I say to you? Yeah, straight away. You were like, oh, my God, they'll be all over that. <laughs> Knowing our listeners, how we haven't come up with this before, because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the response was my huge. inbox exploded. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just str- I had no idea that the people that follow me on Instagram are such pathological, <laughs> <laughs> demonic, vengeful individuals. And I have to say, I'm here for absolutely every single one of your stories yeah. because they were <laughs> class on point. I know, I know, and. Uh, it's definitely a you topic, this. When you suggested this topic, I was trying to think of a story of where I might be revengeful. Neve, you have won the Eurovision. Okay. 
Is that the ultimate revenge? That is the ultimate. <laughs> re- like that's straight away. Everything beforehand. Everything beforehand's wiped out. Everyone else is just <laughs> you've won. Okay. Like that's it. Yeah. The, co- the whole country loved you. Well, for for all the people who a you know d- ditch me for other girls or for the guys you know say for instance the the old music teacher wouldn't give me a bloody soprano solo that I still can't let go. Uh, you know all of those things. You know all of those things were just done in that moment. The Somebody else did it. The music teacher wouldn't give no. you a solo. No. How you didn't tag it on to the end when you did the reprise in Mill Street. Go, <laughs> well well well. <laughs> Let's see how this works for you. I hope you're listening out mm. there Mr. Teacher. I know. It was a miss. Anyway, so uh, well, I just... Of course it was. A miss. A miss. Of course it was. A jealous not, girl. Not even... Never sure whether she was married or not. Just miss. Miss. So anyway, uh, yeah. I don't really get revenge because I think my life well lived is is the best revenge. Well, they say that's the ultimate revenge, don't they? Yeah. The people that say that are people with no imagination. Okay, so what are you saying about me then? <laughs> no. <laughs> <you> just, living <laughs> it is one thing, but saying it is another. Do you know what I mean? Like you've just done it. You've lived your life without revenge because you're a good person. <laughs> and that's a, people that say that's it, a stretch. They're just that's pe- a they're, stretch. They're, they're, people that say it, they're just people that can't think up a decent revenge plot. Yeah, I, I admire a good revenge plot. It's part of the reason I'm drawn to you because your reaction to things just makes my day. And it, it not really does make my day. Like I'm, I mean, I wish I was as brave as you, I think, sometimes. Well, I'm like a cat. Oh, oh, right? Okay. Because this is what I noticed about a cat, right? When we first got my cat boots, mm-hmm. if if you did something, like cause she she wasn't used to being around people because she's only a kitten, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So what happens is they walk behind you and and then you kind of accidentally almost go to stand on them and they, they get all these little frights, right? Yeah. But what cats do is they store them all up. <laughs> because I remember once I almost stood on her and she just looked at me and her eyes narrowed. Mm-hmm. And then she, she just walked out of the room and I was just like, that's logged. She's logged that. That's what that is. She, that was her going, hmm, well, well, well. Well. We'll come back to that later on. And that evening, right, I was lying on the couch and she just came up to me, like the way cats do, all slinky and nice, and then jumped up and whacked me in the face and ran out of the room. And I was just like, there's no, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. That, that's what that was for. That's what that was. She waited for and a she moment. she went outside and went, okay, the pitch is level now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, great if, if the pitch was level, then that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Like you, you, we're back in a level playing field and you oh, can start okay. again. Okay. But that and that's the way I live my life. I store things up. As that look, as they always say, revenge is a dish best served cold. Okay. Well, you're you're not wrong about that, right? Because you're more you're more successful if you do that. I think, you know, your plan is more matured and, you know, definitely there'll be a little moment. I mean, on occasion, I will have maybe made a comment or done something that I am aware makes the other person realise what a complete shit thing they did or, you know, or whatever little moment happened. I love those little moments. Yeah, totally. However, I don't actively plan them. So (laughs) (laughs) that I'm I'm aware of. Except when the kids were small. When the kids were small, I would have done lots of things. Going, you know, see if you like it. The most satisfying piece of revenge, right, that I've ever got was absolutely pathological, and that was years ago. Um, I was I was starting in comedy, and somebody somebody did so. Like, I, I, obviously, I can't name names. Yeah, still naturally. working in the industry and everything. Um, but like, I mean, you wouldn't know them anyway. And somebody did something that was properly damaging, like oh. like properly sabotage sort of stuff right oh my goodness and 
I was just, I was devastated for a long time, right? You carried it. Carried it. Oh, carried it and carried it. And then the, they did. This person did this thing uh, where they were basically asking for help, and I was just like the <gasps> absolute cheek of her. Okay. And I was having this absolute rant about this, right? Yeah. And one of my friends said, "Do you know what would really mess with her? What? Help her." <gasps> and did you? Yeah. I was the I did the nicest possible thing. I was very nice. I was very good. And I swear to God, I came out of it going that <laughs> I've never felt better after a revenge plot. Okay. Well, if you're talking about that kind of revenge, I've done lots of that. <laughs> like at first I thought, no, that's that's insane. And somebody's uh, and the friend that was saying to me said, No, do it. It's from you. Sign yeah. it. Yeah. Put a note. Be sure she knows. Be sure she knows it's you. Oh, gosh. And that would really mess with her head. Oh, my gosh. And I did. Gosh, gosh, And gosh. I'd love to have been there, you know. I, I mean, obviously, I, I've never met the person again, but... Okay. But I was very pleased with myself. So because I, what I you're did saying a nice is thing. It made you happy. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, the happiest you've been? Yeah. Okay, well, then, nothing else Ob- needs to be achieved out of that. Obviously, <laughs> I mean, the, the, you know, the sidebar of that was she was having a particularly tough time, which I was absolutely thrilled about. <laughs> <laughs> I know I oh. mean the thing about it is right all of this like I know it's it's in religion it's in you know it's in karma it's you know all of these I guess philosophies they all say that you know you have to let revenge go I think you do but you can hold on to it for a little while and have a bit of crack <laughs> well I think leaving it up to other people to sort it out is a bit of a pain in the arse. You know, I mean, you know, that's yeah. what they say when they say, oh, karma will come around and let things come around. And that's their way of rationalising it. But actually, in the end, if you can assist it, it's not a bad thing, is it? Absolutely. <laughs> karma every so often just needs a little bit of Red Bull to move it on. <laughs> you know, technically, you call it revenge. I call it karma. And just because I assisted karma. it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, exactly. Does that, is it's that, karma. Is that it? Your tyres were going to be slashed anyway. <laughs> well... I think you should play to your strengths. So I think that's why you're better at revenge than I am. I think if you feel like you're a victim in a situation. Okay. I definitely think that you should do whatever it takes to not feel like that. Afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like redress the balance. Redress the like, balance. It doesn't always involve in somebody's death though, right? No, but I mean, <laughs> look, I mean, you can key the odd car. Okay. You know, make your, <laughs> treat yourself. Let me rephrase that. It doesn't always involve, you know, something illegal. <laughs> <laughs> look, the law is very arbitrary. It's very subjective. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely, I definitely enjoy the whole revenge thing. You know, certainly the stories that have come in have made me laugh so much. The stories? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even, I wasn't even able to use them all. There was some, one person that put in, I can't remember who it was. I mean, I didn't put it in because I thought it was too harsh, but they said that they'd had their ex deported. <laughs> Just so. <laughs> What a crowd. Oh, I, I, I quite like that, actually. <laughs> Deported, that's that's harsh. That is harsh. I mean, to be fair, they have to be in a position to actually deport them. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, let's, maybe she framed them. I let's, don't know. Let's figure out, uh, let's figure out how the deportation All works. I know is we're going to be very careful about how we talk about this person. Okay. Because <laughs> every single one of these. This person has form. Okay. <laughs> these are people that can do us damage. Now, we decided for the sake of our listeners that what we should do is that 
blanket across the show, we are changing all names, right? Yeah. Or just not using them. So, <laughs> but what I really love is the fact that every single one of you, every single one of you, already knows how bad we are at that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they either start with this or they finish with this. Yeah. Let's call me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that people are picking their own names. Yeah, as well. I love this. I really like it. Yeah, I love it too. People, there was one that came in during the week, and she was like, "Sharon, or maybe Neve. I think I'm more of a Neve, but Neve is already on the show, so let's go with Sharon." <laughs> I was like, "There's a lot of internal monologue here that we didn't need." Anyway, okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> Let's call me Peter. <laughs> Used to share a nice apartment with a psycho. She acted as if she owned the place, even though we paid the same rent. All common areas were full of her things from the hallway to the kitchen. That drives me insane. Mm -hmm. To the living room and even the laundry room. She used to be all the time in the common rooms, going around with her laptop, watching shows at max volume. That, now, that's, that's all in capitals. That's all in capitals. Like all. Yeah. This man is annoyed. Every time I tried to cook, she would come next to me to comment on what I was cooking. So I avoided the common areas as much as possible and either had to eat before I returned home or cook when she was away. That's awful. Uh, one time she wasn't there, so I had a coffee in the living room, but I left my coaster on the coffee table. When she came back, she moved it to the kitchen. I thought it was a bit weird, as her stuff was literally everywhere. So I repeated this by leaving my coaster on the coffee table. Every time it was returned, so every morning before work, I ended up moving around her stuff just to annoy her. I love this subtlety. Um, that's really annoying. Uh, there is nothing no. more effective and satisfying than a microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, absolutely fantastic. Now, I have to say... <laughs> I think you could have gone slightly harsher than moving a coaster. I was going to say, is it revenge when the other person has no clue what you're doing? <laughs> I didn't like to break his heart. Peter, I feel we can kind of up this game a bit, although it looks like you're not there anymore because used to is involved in it. It's a little late to kind of get the revenge in. But it was always, the worst thing in the world, though, was when you had a housemate who believed you were in their place, even though you're about right. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that is so selfish and it used to drive me insane I know well the, the thing about that is that's a different character isn't it that's a different personality trait so yeah. some people are just naturally good at making people feel that way I remember a housemate telling me before <laughs> that one of the most terrifying things would be for her to walk into the kitchen and see all of the presses open <gasps> I literally never closed the door again who who gives somebody that kind of ammunition Exactly. I never tell people my worst I fears. Literally, I never close to press. That's terrible. Sometimes I would get up in the middle of the night after we'd all gone to bed and I'd just open all the kitchen presses and come back up. What did this person do to you? Nothing. I just like a bit of crack. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> and my definition of a bit of crack is your housemate screaming blood curdlingly at six o'clock in the morning. When I first moved up uh, with my husband, um, I had in my paraphernalia bought these um, bottles, right, that were decorative, shall we say, decorative bottles. But So I put them in the hallway on on a shelf or something. And clearly my husband, to, to be at the time, but my husband basically didn't like them. And so he kept hiding them. And then I would find them and then I would just put them back out. And this went on for months, basically, without either of us ever addressing the fact that we did not, he didn't like these blue bottles and I kept putting them back this went on for such a long time. It got past what the hell's going on here to 
this is hilarious. And then it became a game. So even now when I see a blue bottle, I always think to myself, I should buy that and put that in the house. <laughs> And this is 24 years later. So those kind of microaggressions actually work really well. I'm surprised you married him. Oh, I did. Somebody who'd do that to annoy me? Best ever. Best ever. You know you I'm a... mad as much. I'm a little bit perverse. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I do you remember one of the things that I really regret doing was uh, when I was staying with one of my friends in Canada, as a practical joke, I thought mm -hmm. it would be really good to take all of his underpants <laughs> and bring them back to Ireland and just keep sending him photographs of them. Stop it. Yeah. No! I thought it would be brilliant. And then I didn't do it. I had them in my bag and everything and I thought, actually, girl, that might be a bit far. Do you think he'd recognise it? Were the under underpants like that specific? Oh, well, I mean, he would have had none. Oh, well, I suppose I would have left him with none. He definitely would have noticed that. He's an absolute maybe. tramp anyway. He I probably doesn't even wear them. <laughs> Commando. Have you never heard the and word And then Commando? it was raging as well because we, when we got to the airport, uh, he, <laughs> he, he wrote fag. On, <laughs> on a sticker and stuck it to my back when I was walking through the airport. Okay. I know. And then I was like, oh, he got me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that just means I'm a better person. <laughs> Our next revengeist says, <laughs> my housemates were discussing my bad driving and the mistakes I make according to them. So now something has come up and I'm unfortunately no longer able to bring them to the airport for their holidays. Revenge feels so good. Oh, I love that. And actually the that whole... The better. That whole sentence of something has come up and I'm unfortunately no longer available should be in big air quotes. No, do you know what I want to say? Right? <laughs> I love that. That's exactly the way I know. I know on this show that we're always supportive. But... <laughs> but not so much <laughs> like here. If there's problems with your driving... <laughs> <laughs> like if you're a terrible driver and you're not bringing those people to the airport I mean <laughs> you're actually maybe they could be the winner in this <laughs> they could be like oh, thanks be to God out. taking our lives in our hands I'm just saying I'm just saying like that. you know sometimes people are being mean and then sometimes they're just offering <laughs> a fair and frank assessment of your situation okay I get that but then I'm going to say what the hell are you doing in my car <laughs> get the hell out of my car I'm with you although do you know what's happened the airport, like in Dublin, getting to and from the airport has become a real problem. Oh, well. Because you can't get taxis. There's no. a bus every two and a half hours. Okay. And the parking is... Horrendous. Yeah. Well, you should just come to Belfast and then get the bus down because it's only like six quid or something. To go. <laughs> to, maybe 12 quid. Um, yeah. Neve is going to offer a I've service where she brings people from... Uber. Uh, <laughs> we have to get to Belfast first. <laughs> if anyone needs a lift from Belfast Airport <laughs> to a bus station, just hit us up. Agonyrants at gmail.com. Neve should be there. You know, if you if you do it once a fortnight, I can do a rundown because I'm on my way down here. <laughs> I, it would certainly uh, lighten the load for the diesel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I would not underestimate <laughs> the chances of you getting a phone call. I have about four seats in my car. Like, you know, as long as I'm not bringing, you know, food on my front that's, seat that's a separate tier on Headstuff Plus is it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have to subscribe way more yeah yeah you, 20 quid especially Tw on the front seat yeah, not gonna tw lie <laughs> 20 quid will get you an airport shuttle driven by Neve Kavanagh okay our next one our next one says uh, revenge this wasn't fitting in the Insta box so obviously they had to private message um, I have cut hair for all the men in my life for, for years uh, when I was about 17 and 18, my dad uh, came home from work in a hurry as he had a wake to go to. And for those of you who don't know, that's where they 
go and stand around dead people. Um, so uh, he ran past me in the kitchen and clicked his fingers while saying, Lorraine, quick, cut my hair. I have a wake to be at. So she wants her name. Obviously, she just put it in it. Um, well, I've also been a bad person slash waitress for many years and there's nothing that will boil me more than someone clicking their fingers at me. I calmly got up and set up everything for his haircut and started. My sister walked in when I was almost done and her jaw dropped. My dad usually gets just like a basic number four all over, but I had shaved it all off. <laughs> when he saw her face and he stood up to see his reflection in the window, I simply said, you won't click your fingers at me again, will you? <laughs> it's still oh talked about and I'm almost 40. Gosh. He got over it eventually and wore a hat for a few weeks. Lorraine. You are now our new favourite person. Hard core. It's perfect. You have to admire the courage of a man that clicks his fingers. And is, At someone who's about to cut their hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing I'm going to say is that's not just revenge. That's a life lesson for that gentleman. Absolutely. And all who hear about it. Lorraine, you have set a precedent there. That is what I would call a life lesson. That's not revenge. I do think like there's nothing worse than clicking your fingers at somebody. Oh, it's horrendous. It's horrendous. Although, you know, I have done it. (laughs) (laughs) But not not to get them to do something. Was this like the year after Eurovision? No. Like when you walked into a restaurant. Excuse me. No. Excuse me. (laughs) It's usually when somebody's not paying attention to me and I go, hello, are you alive? (laughs) No, no. I I did do it once uh, now that I remember. And as I was doing it, I realised... I saw my life flash before my eyes and realised how horrendous it was. So I didn't stay in the restaurant. I left. Yeah. <laughs> Where was it? I'm not telling you. It's, it was, it when was, was it? No, I'm not. No, I'm not telling you. I'm not. It was, I'm not. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed. It happened. I love it. I wasn't in a very good headspace at the time, shall we say. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Nave. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I can tell by, I can tell your, uh, your your disappointment is showing. No, it's not disappointment. It's absolute fascination. <laughs> I love it when the dark side creeps out of somebody because we all have it. I'll see. We all have it, Nave. I'll talk about it. No, there, there isn't a therapy. If you're a there bonus a subscriber. I'm gonna. What I'll do is I'll leave this recording. I won't tell her. <laughs> Just say who was it, when was it. <laughs> there isn't a therapy session created that what makes me want to talk about that. <laughs> But like you have to just own your past. You I know, know like, I, it's I, I done. Did a bad thing, and it's done. It's done. It's done. Of course, you realize what the clip is going to be. No, <laughs> yeah. no, we're not having it. We're it's not. Be having it. Yeah, I click my fingers and wait. <laughs> I click my fingers at waiters. Yeah, what's I'm the not, problem? I'm not proud of it. It happened. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Well, well done, uh, Lorraine. I, I have to say, I'm. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah, so good, so good. I'd love to know. <laughs> I'd love to know how your dad explained the shaved head. At the wake? Yeah. <laughs> L- Lorraine, she's, you know, she's tr- quite a troubled teenager. She's very, uh, it's uh, always a shock when you see your bald triggered. head as well. You never think, it's never the shape you think it's going to be. No. No, I have a terrible shaped bald head. Have you? Yeah. Is it I, lumpy? <coughs> I remember years ago, I remember asking a hairdresser, I said, God, I think I'm going to shave my head. And she just went, no, don't do that. No, it'd be a bit Roswell. Roswell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, 
Well, it's been very clear. <laughs> Our next one says, a wee revenge story for you. When I was a waitress, if a middle-aged woman was ever rude to me, I'd happily offer them the OAP discount. 65 and above. It felt good to see their mouths drop in shock. I see. That's very good. That is an excellent one, I have to say. And uh, I, I am impressed with that one. I really hope, God, if you'd stuck around in that restaurant where you clicked your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> this person would definitely... They probably, they definitely. probably would have said, sorry, Linda, uh, the kitchen's <laughs> very... <laughs> <laughs> this person definitely would have offered me the OAP discount even before I clicked my fingers. No doubt about it. Next says, oh. "Jesus wept. What am I going to do?" Every with you? single name. Yeah, and, and you're going to have to. You know, the video's yeah, going to have yeah. a bit of hacking as well. I know the video. Look, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. You see, this is the thing. None of them have said cut their names. We're just being kind. We're, but we're not being kind to our bonus subscribers. No, no. Come on. Uh, we send you on their Instagram handles. You can get in touch. Uh, I'm going to have to use fake names here but when I was a teenager my friend Louise had a house party for her 18th and a few of us ended up staying over and sleeping in the living room at some point during the night my other friend Marie saw that Louise had left her phone in the living room and being nosy decided to have a snoop with disastrous consequences when she was scrolling through all the pictures on the phone a message came through Marie's boyfriend was texting Louise and being very flirty <sighs> shock Horror. Oh my gosh. Uh, it had been going on for months. Instead of going upstairs and confronting her, Marie, who was very drunk by this stage, went into the ba- <laughs> went into the bathroom and peed in the shampoo and the conditioner. <laughs> you gotta admire you gotta admire the skill set that would be needed to do that, especially when you're drunk. That's like an incredible aim for somebody that's I'm, drunk. I know. Maybe she's the shiwi. <laughs> Or basically a funnel, which is what a she we is. You'd have, have to do something, wouldn't you? I know. Fast forward to the next morning when we were, when we hear the shower going upstairs and know exactly what's about to happen next. Only we didn't. Ten minutes later, we were joined by the woman who just washed her hair with pee. It wasn't Louise. It was her mum. Oh no! Who would come home early when we were sleeping? Oh my god! Oh. oh god! Oh my god! But what you don't know, what you don't know doesn't hurt. Exactly, you. exactly. And some people they wash their hair in in pee. Sure, some people like people are deranged. Yeah, some people drink their wee. Like the I first don't wee get, of the like, day. How much better can it make your hair? What wee? Yeah, I don't know. It's ammonia, I suppose. It's like I don't care. I don't care how much better your hair looks after washing it with wee. I can't imagine that. You know, there isn't a fancy shampoo and conditioner that would do the same job. I'm just saying, she didn't actually know she'd done that, right? And to be fair, depending on how empty those were (laughs) to begin with, it was probably mostly shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, I guess. Right? And the aim that a drunk woman will have to put we into something probably isn't as much as you think. Yeah, that's true. Her mum probably came downstairs and said, who pissed on the bathroom mat? (laughs) Attention Agony Rants listeners, I am going to be going on tour later on in the year and early next year with my show Glamour Hammer and I will be going all around Ireland and the UK. The dates on sale at the moment are Port Leash, Dundalk, Limerick, which is sold out, Galway, Belfast, Clonakilty, Waterford, Wexford, Sligo, 
Cork. Uh, I'll be at the Everyman in January. Uh, my Liberty Hall shows are sold out, but we've just put on a Vicar Street, which is very much not sold out. So, <laughs> not just yet. So come along; we'd love to see you there. How do I get tickets, Gerald? You can get tickets, Neve, by asking me. I know, <laughs> but all of those other people, they can buy them on GerardFairly.com. <laughs> We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show and us, you can do so by subscribing to Headstuff Plus over on headstuffpodcast.com. Uh, in return for that, you will get bonus content from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network, including this one. It's the world according to Wikipedia. This is a show about the inner workings of Wikipedia. It is hosted by Rebecca and Fanula, and it's absolutely brilliant. They do a deep dive each episode into the inner workings of Wikipedia, the people behind it, and how it has become the force that it is. So have a little listen. The World According to Wikipedia is a podcast that dons an old-fashioned diving suit to take a deep dive into the depths of Wikipedia with your intrepid hosts, Rebecca and Fanula. Each episode, we will talk to someone from the Wikimedia community, exploring topics such as harnessing the viral meme potential of Wikipedia articles, why librarians are Wikipedia's biggest fans, how Wikimedians created the largest photography competition in the world ever, and why do some Wikimedians love soft toys so much? Subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and follow us on Twitter at world underscore Wikipedia. Okay, we have a problem, Neve. This is from Let's Call Me Sally. Okay. <laughs> Let's call me. <laughs> so, dear Neve and Garot, I've got myself into a terrible situation. Oh no. I'm getting married in November and really looking forward to the day. We have spent a long time planning it as we were due to get married in April 2020 and we know how that went. We wanted to be relaxed and fun. And we have put time and effort into the specifics and have made sure that we have given thought to all of the little elements that would go into making it a gorgeous day. However, I have run into a small problem. My sister is a trainee makeup artist. (laughs) Actually, I don't think you need to read any more into this because I already know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't hear the thunder and lightning already... (laughs) (laughs) and has insisted that she will do my makeup on the big day oh dear however my sister is really bad at makeup oh no (laughs) oh gosh I didn't think she could be as bad as she is but she really is and I do not know how to get out of it even her own makeup is absolutely terrible (laughs) How do you do this? We were at a family event recently and one of my cousins asked if she was a goth. And I had to say, no, but I think she might be colorblind. (laughs) (laughs) How the hell am I going to get out of this without offending her? God help her. I have tried to talk to her about it and even point out makeup on other people and she shoots everything I say down oh dear I have only just managed to convince my cousin not to sing at the ceremony (laughs) which would have been horrendous (laughs) I don't (laughs) I don't particularly like her so don't mind if that offended her (laughs) (laughs) from the first two paragraphs of like serene 
wedded bliss. A gorgeous <laughs> summer wedding. To the end, she's just burning our family to the ground. Uh, but what the hell am I going to do about the makeup? I love my sister. She is so dear to me. But Jesus, her makeup needs work. Thanks. Let's call me Sally. <laughs> Let's call me Sally. Oh, my goodness. Listen, I get this, right? I, yeah. I get this because people think they're doing the right thing offering you stuff. And, you know, I'll be honest, if somebody invites me to a wedding, which happens quite frequently, even if I don't know them, because <laughs> that's yeah. what when any Eurovision does, I often say, would you like me to sing at the ceremony? Because that means I don't have to think about a present. It's easy then to kind of go, oh, I can sing at the ceremony. But I always say this, you're in your rights to say, actually, no. Right? You're in your rights I to know. say it, but it's your sister and this is tough. This is really tough. So you should use the line that a lot of people try with me. <laughs> And that is, I don't want you working on the big day. <laughs> You're my family. You've got to be there. I just want you to be there. Okay. You could say, you know, I want you to be able to have champagne with us. I want. Yes. You know, because I don't know, is she a bridesmaid? I can only assume she's just, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'm really poking the bear here. <laughs> and if she's not a bridesmaid, then already, we're, we're already not worried about offending her. I'm, yeah, I'm like... <laughs> I'm wondering, is there something that maybe you, something else you could give her to do that would mean she is just Get her to do the bridesmaids makeup. Yeah, but that, that is the thing though, that like sometimes <laughs> brides, you know, like brides don't want the bridesmaids looking too good. So it's like, <laughs> what's the palette? It's grey dresses with no makeup. That's the palette. Good luck with you. <laughs> um, well, what, what would you do in that case, apart from, in that, I think I'd take that approach. I, I definitely think I would. Yeah. Or I would just say, no, do you know what? I want a makeup artist that I can be a bit sharp with because it's a very important day for me. And I want to be able to say, yeah. no, this is exactly what I want. And I don't want anything else. And I don't want you to even suggest other things. I'm saying what I want. And There's, it's, yeah. it's hard to do that with your family. Like. If you can't ask that as a bride. You, the you only know, day of your life. Like, you get I mean, to be a bridezilla in some way. And to be honest, you're going to live with those photos a long time. I know. You can't be you can't be too polite in this situation. I'm really sorry. And, I, you know, you don't want to hurt her. But if like just just for the sake of her feelings, you can't end up looking like Beetlejuice on the wall for the rest no. of your life. <laughs> Sometimes if people are just insisting. I know. And they're giving you this gift. And you're like, I, I, know. I really don't want it. It's like, not a gift I want. No. I would say you need to be very, very super direct here and say, I don't want that. The best of makeup artists aren't right for everybody. You could try that approach maybe. But the thing is you can't, and if she's going to learn anything about doing makeup for people, she has to do it the way they want it. Trust me. Oh, exactly. Well, I mean. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> many a dressing room I've oh. been in with Neve. that Neve comes downstairs looking like Bat Lynch and just starts with a wet wipe and does it all again. I do. And I do it, you know, but uh, I had one time somebody did my makeup and they put eyeliner all the, on the inside of my eyes and the whole and so much eye makeup on my eyes that I spent the whole time weeping black. I would talk about Beetlejuice. I was like, oh absolutely, God. it was horrendous. And quite often you kind of you're in like, oh, that is not me. Who the hell is that? And I'm very polite. I can't say it at the time, but I'm telling you now, you, this is your wedding and your photographs. Goodness. This is what to do, right? List out. What do you think she should do? The, okay. I think she should A, say you don't want her work on, a, on your wedding because what you want is you want her to be available for photographs with you in the preparation. Yeah. 
So, you know, when they're doing like the can the photographer's doing like the candid stuff, you want her to be in her gear for the wedding. So you And she can't be she can't be doing makeup when she's not in her gear. Okay. And you want her available for the photographs. So that's I think number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is you can say that you want the same makeup artist to do everybody. Okay. And that um So that's that may, door open may, for may, her to do everybody like that. But 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 maybe <laughs> So if if I'm gonna suffer, everybody else is gonna suffer? Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, but but you say that that's why you're getting somebody in because it'll yeah. be hard for the other bridesmaids to say they don't want you if yeah. they don't and you want to give them the option. So we yeah. just want to get like uh, get someone in that we can all tell them exactly what we want and there's no, we don't couch it in any Okay, that anyway. sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, and then three, <laughs> nope, three which we're right I think there. will really work. I think this will be the one that will really help, right? You want her to be able to have a couple of glasses of champagne. Yeah. It's your wedding. Offer her alcohol. Yeah, but she can't drink if she's doing the, you know, she can't drink if she's doing makeup. You can't be absolutely pissed by the time you're doing the mother of the room or whatever. So I would say it's it's drink, photographs, and some of your other bridesmaids might not want her. Okay. So you just want in that order. Yeah, and you're you're her <laughs> sister, and the last thing that she would do is subject you to somebody being sharp with you on her big day. And failing that, you just it's okay to say, I don't like the way you do makeup. And Neve. No, it is okay. I'm not offended if somebody says I don't want you singing I feel like what's going on here is you've been hurt before and you're just like you're, you're, <laughs> you think I'm projecting? you're passing out the pain you think I'm projecting I wonder is there a way even like and I've, I feel I'm on fire if you ever, are, if like, ever anybody needs to fire like, I am roasted artist, here I thought just, it was just menopause but no it's you it's just you're on fire just call me <laughs> maybe you could say and this would be a bit sneaky oh this is a very good fourth one four Four solutions. Four solutions. We're on first day. All from the one boy. Uh, maybe you could say that the makeup is being paid for by the hotel. It's part of their package. Who the Jesus is going to believe that? It's a person in the negotiation. You went to a wedding for you. You went to a wedding for <gasps> you won it. Oh, that's good. Now that's good. Now we're talking. That's now good. we're talking. <clears throat> well, we have absolutely no Awkward. This. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think that'll solve our problem? Let's call me Sally. Well, I think if this doesn't solve it, Sally, I mean, <laughs> just refer her to us. Tell her. Tell her we made you do it. Exactly. Because <laughs> she doesn't know us. Play this episode <laughs> and absolutely destroy her. <laughs> I mean, look. Maybe the thing it is. Maybe beautiful makeup's not her thing. Tell her to go into special effects. You could be helping her for, for the future. You don't need. You could be. You could be. You know, directing her career here. This could be a very good thing. Exactly. She's not into doing. You know, like pastel colors on a bride. Maybe it's oh. severed limbs is going to be her bag. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. I was going through the day putting out fires left, right, and center. I swear to God, you are on fire, boy. I um, definitely need to go and lie down in a darkened room somewhere. <laughs> well, I, I think we've really helped. Um, well, I think um, you've really helped today. <laughs> I'm not sure how much I helped. I think this is both of us, Neve. This just this it's doesn't a, just happen in a vacuum. I know you. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We'll see you again next week. Absolutely wonderful. Um, if you want to get in touch, agonyrants.gmail.com. Oh, yeah. We want problems. We want, we want lots problems because we're, we're we're at the. <laughs> no offense, Sally. We're. <laughs> I was going to say scraping the bottom of the barrel, but <laughs> 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 you should try not to take that personally. <laughs> but. Um, 
yeah, so send if you've got problems, uh, send them in because we're on we're on to the last few and we haven't requested some in a while. And if you've any ideas for topics, we'd love it. Or oh any, yes, and just even an interesting story that you think you'd like it kind of take on. Get in touch. Tell we'd us, love it. Tell us how wonderful you think we are. Yeah, and okay. how we're healing your life. And if you want to support us, you can subscribe to Headstuff Plus, and you'll get access to lots of lovely things, and we'll get money for scanning. Yeah. And we really need it because they're but very I'm not expensive. Having them anymore because no. I'm on a shred. You're on a shred. And I don't want anyone to mention anything else. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.